Hello and welcome back to Energy Scan Podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil markets. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hello Olivier. Republicans and Democrats have finally agreed to raise the debt ceiling. That's a release, isn't it? Hello, Natalie. Uh, for the moment, it's an agreement in principle between the president and the leader of the opposition in the House of Representatives. And this is a compromise which is widely criticized by a number of elected representatives from both parties. It will therefore probably have to be voted through with the support of Democratic representatives. Does it make a difference? Well, this is not 100% certain, but we can assume it should be done before the US administration runs out of money. This is a deal to raise the debt ceiling sufficiently to ensure that this issue does not disrupt the next presidential election at the end of uh, 24, in exchange for limit on spending, leading to a de facto tightening of fiscal policy. And this is an important point at a time when there are fears that the US economy could slide into recession as a result of a monetary policy that has tightened considerably. Mm, very well. But can we say that short-term outlook is brighter? Uh, actually, one threat is uh, receding, but another is uh, reappearing. The likelihood of the Fed continuing to raise uh, rates is increasing. Even if there is a pause in June, the Fed minutes showed its members were divided. It's therefore the economic figures that will tip the balance one way to the other. And those published last week were good in terms of activity. We have seen downward revision of jobless claims, a rebound in durable good orders, a strong rise in household consumption in April. And uh, the, the, the economic figures were also worrying in terms of inflation, uh, as we have seen a rebound in the core PCE deflator to plus 4.7% year on year in April. How have the markets reacted? Uh, inflation expectations have uh, risen uh, sharply and the U.S. two-year yield has increased by 30 basis points to above 4.5%, uh, therefore approaching the levels uh, seen early March, just before the banking crisis. The probability of another Fed rate hike in June has risen to uh, 65%. If a pause is decided, a hike is almost certainly expected in July now. And what about the other central banks, the Bank of England? Uh, UK retail sales on inflation data, meanwhile, leave little doubt that the Bank of England will raise rates in June, particularly as core inflation rose to 6.8% year-on-year. The market is even anticipating a further four rate hikes. And what about the ECB? The market is also expecting two or even three ECB rate hikes, even though the latest uh, economic figures are not uh, reassuring. Revised GDP figures show the German economy was in recession this winter, 
on the business sentiment is clearly deteriorating now, especially in industry, according to the latest surveys in Germany, but also in France and Italy. And so the euro is uh, falling back uh, to just around uh, 107 US dollar. So we'll be keeping a particularly close eyes on the eurozone inflation figures this week. Absolutely. A drop in the total inflation rate seems likely and should even accelerate in the coming months. However, a fall in the core inflation rate, uh, which excludes energy and food, as you know, is unlikely and this should be the case over the next three months. Therefore, uh, it is to be feared that despite sluggish growth, the ECB will be strongly tempted to uh, continue raising rates. Let's now turn to oil market. How are prices moving? The price of uh, the Brent first nearby rose uh, by uh, $1.4 uh, per barrel last week to close at uh, $77 uh, per barrel on Friday. What supports them? Uh, the prospects of an agreement on the U.S. debt uh, ceiling first, of course, then Saudi Arabia's uh, warnings to uh, speculators ahead of the next OPEC Plus meeting on uh, uh, next uh, Sunday, the, the 4th of June. U.S. economic data showed also resilient activity, ruling out the risk of a short-term recession, and uh, U.S. crude oil inventories plunged by 12.5 million barrels, according to data published last week by the uh, uh, EIA, with demand for uh, gathering uh, rising again ahead of uh, Memorial Day. Finally, although the situation is returning to normal following the fires in uh, Canada, uh, you have to keep in mind that the market is still short of uh, 400 cable uh, per day of uh, Kurdish oil, brought by a conflict with the Iraqi government. Are there any downside risks? Yes, uh, because Saudi Arabia's uh, threats uh, of further OPEC plus production cuts have been significantly weakened by the Russian authorities' assertion that nothing, nothing sorry, will be decided on Sunday. The Wall Street Journal unsurprisingly reports growing tensions between uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia, which is accused of failing to honor its production cut commitments, as suggested by the continuing rise in Russian exports. So OPEC Plus will have to communicate very carefully to avoid a relapse in prices. Thank you, Olivier. See you next week. Thank you, Olivier and Nathalie, for these clear insights. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.